This is Adam Gorney, the National Recruiting Director at Rivals, here with a special guest for Tuesdays with Gorney, uh, New Orleans Newman head coach Nelson Stewart, who has gotten much more popular over the last few years here. Um, one, obviously, because you're the head coach of 2023 Five Star Arch Manning, the number one player on Rivals. Um, Nelson, what's it been like for you, really, just dealing with so much media, so much attention, so much everything coming through with with Arch's popularity. Um, you know, it's been a lot. I'll say, you know, I've said it many times. It's my life oftentimes feels like my family, Newman football and, and Arch. And I'm not quite sure what order that always is in. But, um, you know, uh, it's been a lot. But I will say I'm so thankful uh, the way the family is and the way he's handled it. That's made it a lot easier. I think that um, I'm very blessed that. You know, they put so much trust in me and just trying to manage his time, um, it, you know, whether it's an interview or, you know, kind of how we handle everything. I think that my job is to still let him be a kid. Um, he's still a teenager. Let, you know, foster his growth and development. Obviously, it's very unique, but um, we try and be as accessible as possible. Um, but also, hey, have normal practices, get him out on time. And, you know, the other night, I think, it was an hour and a half interview-wise after, but I try and minimize it. So uh, it's unlike any other, I will say that. Um, it's kind of a full-time job, but but he's a wonderful kid, and, and you know, he is worth the time. For you, is it every coach in the country? Is it select coaches really sort of being very aggressive? How is it for you dealing with that? Because that's part of the management part of it, too. Yeah, well, I, I think it's a lot. I couldn't even list them all, but I think that um, – I will say that uh, the majority of schools have been very respectful of how they've come in. I mean, some of these coaches have been talking to me since he was 14, 15 years old. And, um, you know, I just, when it, it's really heated up and whatnot, we just try and manage his time. You know, we are not a school where we're pulling kids out of class to speak with a coach or, you know, going all the way through, um, you know, time-wise. Um, it, it's a lot. I think there has been, um, as he whittles the list down maybe, uh, and he takes his business, it's been easier, but I just try and be as respectful as possible to everyone. If, if someone reaches out, I try and take time to say, Hey, we really thank you. Um, connect, you know, with his family and with him and just let them know that there's an interest and if maybe they want to connect and he's been good. He's tried to get on the phone. If I, if I put him on the phone with everybody that called, he wouldn't even, you know, he couldn't even attend a class. So, um, you know, selfishly for me, I've, it's been really enjoyable getting to know so many of these coaches across the country and, um, it, yeah, it has, it's been a Rolodex of everyone you can imagine and, um, a million FaceTimes, a ton of calls, but, um, I just try and stay organized with it. And I think he's been intentional with his visits and, you know, where he wants to be. And thankfully, I think that process has kind of picked up and he's been able to, you know, have his normal recruitment as possible uh, in this situation. What's it been like for him though, with, with all the attention, obviously people are trying to call him and DM him all the time. And you've been obviously doing a great job handling that. And so is the family. Is he starting to get to be to the point where, okay, enough's enough. Or, or is he kind of still kind of, he seems kind of cool about it and just kind of relaxed a little bit about the whole situation. Well, I think the first part, thankfully uh, he's not on social media. So yeah. um, that makes it a lot easier. And, it's nice to have a kid that's never blessed and humbled to receive or announce. He's not that way. And, um, you know, I think he's, he's been very good. Um, he's not really a phone guy. He, yeah. he doesn't have, uh, he's not texting or on the phone all the time with coaches. That's just not how he is. I think he, he likes the relationship piece. Um, his favorite moments have been, you know, conversations with 
you know, whether it's a you know conversation with Coach Sark or Brandon Street or Coach Saban or uh, Coach Smart, you know, and Jake Pete. There's so many, but uh, yeah. he does like actual real conversations and check-ins, and um, he just doesn't get caught up. I think a lot of times offers and that it can become almost like a patch on a letter jacket. You want to see how many you can get. He really doesn't he really doesn't look that way. He's just trying to get to know I know he's really enjoyed his visits. It's been really uh I guess neat for me to when he comes back and he gives little nuggets about, you know, the community or the stadium or all those little things. Yeah. It's been really nice, I think, that he's had those moments. So um he's enjoyed it. Uh and and I think that um you know, he just – he really likes getting to know coaches and talk football. And um, he's a, a, a humble, humble kid, and so it's been fun. Obviously, Peyton got recruited pretty hard, and Eli got recruited pretty hard. But it was a different world then. You know, it was just a completely yeah. different world. Has the family come to you? Has Cooper come to you and be like, what is going on? <laughs> Why is this so incredibly busy? You know, were they even anticipating the, the attention, you know? Um, as much as they could be, I think that, yeah. um, I, I think it's a deal where we were really on the front end of it. Even when he was a freshman, we, you know, we didn't give interviews. We didn't, um, really give a lot of access to him because we didn't want to stunt his growth per se. And, uh, I don't think any of us ever could have thought that it would be at this level. Um, we thought, yeah. Hey, it might be, there was a little intrigue, but then all of a sudden when, you know, all of a sudden you're all stayed and you're starting and you're winning and the numbers and now all of a sudden I feel like everything he does is whatever a, a TikTok or whatever on YouTube and put out its views and all those things. Um, it's a different world, but I think for us, I think that we never could have imagined it, but again, it's a deal where I thankfully were able to management because of how they are with him. And, um, you know, I don't, we don't, you know, if he gets a great individual accomplishment, um, we don't announce it. We don't really talk about it. We don't talk about offers. We don't, um, announce if he's all state. We don't go through and, um, you know, I'm not on social media, so we don't really talk about it. We're at a school where it, our practice jerseys say Newman football. We even put numbers on it. So it's very, very team centric. That's what our culture is really predicated on. And I'd like to think that's helped with him be as normal as a kid as possible. And yeah, there, it is awkward when you're seeing 30 people that want a 16 year old's autograph after a game, but uh, I don't think he really gets caught up in it. And I just try and get him through as fast as I can. So uh, very unique. Are you surprised by that? Cause it's easy to get caught up in that. It's super easy to get inflated. Even if your last name is Manning to get that his personality on and off the field, how impressed are you that he can kind of handle through this, even though some of it could be a little bit frustrating. Well, the, the neat thing about being at Newman is uh, I'm actually a PE teacher. You get to watch these kids grow up. And this is the same kid I've had since, you know, he's been in pre-K. Um, you know, I've been coaching him forever. And he's just always been humble, soft-spoken, uh, very unassuming. Everybody wants to hear what's a moment when he's little. He's just never that way. He always had a ball in his hand, glasses. He threw it all over the place. And he was real soft-spoken. And so, um, you know, it is – I can just use the word refreshing – um, I've had a number of blessed to have so many great players that have gone on and know the Beckhams of the world, and they've all been great. Um, but I think with him, there definitely is a level of authenticity and maturity that is a little bit different. I think that's why he's a quarterback he is. That's your studying and pocket presence and things like that. And, you know, I, I enjoy our conversations that aren't even about football. Sometimes you talk about what's your favorite restaurant, what are you doing today? And, um, you know, 
it's neat. You get to send him. I've never had a quarterback. I send him the play sheet on Sunday night to get his thoughts. And he looks at practice scripts. He likes meeting times. And, um, you know, when you're in into the right things, um, I think that that's where the greatness is. And he loves the weight room. He loves strength conditioning. He has great relationships with all the assistants. And he loves our new strength coach. And um, he's just he's a really awesome kid. And um, that to me is, is that well-roundedness makes him really special. You know him better than anybody in terms of a football coach and a, and a quarterback. His strengths on the field, what are they, what really stands out so much about him other than just his last name, you know? Well, you know, there's a few. I think that um, it starts, you know, it's hard to put him in one category. I think a lot of guys are a spread quarterback or a pro quarterback or this. He's a little of everything. We've been able to, thankfully, learn from so many of these coaches how to kind of mend it all together. Um, You start with his size. He's 6'4". He's almost 220 pounds, but he's our second, if not fastest player. He runs a 4'6'40". He has – I think his release is unlike any you'll see. The ball comes out so fast that um, it's very hard uh, to coach that. Um, literally, at his plant to release is, is as quick as I've ever seen. Um, it's always been that way. It's that wrist snap, right? His drops are clean. He understands how to uh, take three, five. He can go under center if you want him to. Um, and now I think what's really set him apart, his processing speed has gotten so fast. Yeah. He can get to his fourth progression. He can step up in the pocket. Young quarterbacks, when they get rushed, sometimes want to spin and make those, you know, uh, run out of the pocket. He He's now comfortable stepping up and sometimes even taking a shot when, you know, I, I wait for him to get up. He doesn't. He's so big, sometimes he'll bounce off. So, um, he, you know, and he throws with velocity. He has tremendous arm strength. I think that at Newman, we don't have kids that run a 4-3-4-4, but I can tell you if – you know, I remember in Texas, everybody saw some viral video of him throwing it 70, 75. Yo, dude, he can do that. We just don't have guys that can get there. So um, he is well-rounded. And then it's been fun this year. He runs zone read well. He can pull it and go. So um, I know it sounds like I'm gushing over all the things he can do, but that's he's got that rare skill set. And uh, is he more like Peyton? Is he more like Eli? No, he's more like his own person. And so um, he is a special quarterback. I do want to ask about weaknesses, though. He's not perfect. No quarterback no. is. What What do you work on him with? What What have you found that maybe he needs to continue to develop? And also, I do want to ask about, you know, competition level. He's not playing, sure. you know, with or against D1 guys every single day. How does that kind of translate, do you think? Well, yeah, so I think there's twofold. One, there's a tremendous amount that he needs to improve on. It yeah. starts mentally. I think quarterbacks um, – as someone that, you know, obviously I, you know, I call the offense and coach quarterbacks years. I think the number one thing with them is you have to keep growing. Um, it's a disservice to have them run, you know, three or four concepts, go as fast as possible and run a spread offense. Go under the days. I know Dana Holgerson had a great thing. You can't just run 10 personnel, throw bubbles and verticals and go. So I think you have to keep growing that. Um, and I think from a mental piece, understanding protections, where a mic point is, looking at coverages and every week I want to expand our offense and push him more mentally. And that's number one, because you know, this, the complexity of college offenses and the NFL is a whole nother stratosphere. My goal for him, hopefully when he does get to play is that I presented enough that he can play and he understands that. And also attention to detail, um, you know, that his drops are clean, that he's not taking false steps. He's taking pride in his play fakes. 
little things, you know, play action, what he's doing, and, and not, you know, dropping into little uh, bad work habits that'll, you know, add up. And then the level of competition, um, we have beefed up. We, we, we won in terms of something little like seven on seven. We try and play as hard a schedule as you can find. And so he can yeah. see game speed. He can do those things. Two, he was able to go to camps and compete and able to throw to some really high-profile wideouts. But for us down here, um, we've played we played a really tough preseason schedule. We went against a Catholic lead opponent where he played very well. We played uh, probably the number one team in 5A in the Jamboree. We lost half our season. Um, we've played this week. We overwhelmed the team and our dist- was a district opponent. But I do think our pre-district schedule was very tough looking at who we played. Played a four-way opponent in Pearl River. He just played really well. We went 59-7. Yeah. Um, he was able to throw for 300 yards. This week, we've got our biggest game of the year. We're playing St. Charles Catholic. I think it's good at defense, as you'll find. And when you play defenses like that, you know, you really have to, you know, if you sell the play sheet, it's not it's not just one thing. You have to understand yeah. third downs and situations and all those things. So he's going to play really good competition. We're going to push him. And, look, we film practice every single day. He gets his playlist and corrections every single day. He gets notes and practice scripts every day. Humbly, I'd like to think there are a lot of kids that don't get that level uh, of work. Um, so, you know, I hope and I humbly think that those little things will add up that he will be able to find success. And finally, one one question on recruiting. And I know, you know, there's schools and we could talk Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Texas, the whole the whole gambit. And if you want to tell me where you think he's going, that's perfectly fine. But the, the real question is, do you think he's kind of set for an early decision? Is this just too much? Do you think he just want to kind of get it out of the way, start recruiting? And there is no better recruiter for the 2023 class than getting Arch Manning somewhere and then getting his receivers surrounded him, his linemen, all those kinds of things. How do you kind of see that playing out over the next six months or so? Well, you know, I think uh, really and truly he's been steadfast. You know, when he knows, he'll know. Um, I think that uh, he's in a much better spot. I'd like to think, you know, in the coming months, maybe spring, if he gets through it, he's able to go another round. a lot easier but he's not going to force it i think that's the most important thing is it's not something he's going to force he's you know started to forge his own relationships he's having those zooms he's now having those in-depth football discussions uh you know i guess he definitely has his leaders per se um but i i do think he doesn't want to rush that he is not a kid that's going to sit there i would think and get in front of a bunch of cameras and pull a hat and do that. I think this is, it's a, it's a, it's a business decision, but in the right sense. So um, I'd like to think in the coming months, he will, Um, you know, I I do think, and I always say this is purely his decision. This is going to be what he wants. I've been blessed to be a part of it. If he asks for my opinion, Hey, I'll help him with it, but I I really don't want to push him on a Cooper, Archie Ellen. They've really let him um, think independently uh, and, and really formulate his own thoughts and whatnot. And so I, I think when he's ready, he's ready. Um, but but I'd like to think in the coming months because um, this isn't something I think he enjoys. He doesn't he doesn't like the spotlight. You almost have to push him uh, into an interview uh, oftentimes. So hopefully by the spring he'll be ready. And if he's not, he's not. It's just uh, the relationship piece. When he uh, when he gets to the point where he's like, this is who I want to be with. This is who I want to play for, be coached by. Um, 
I'd like to think he'll know. So uh, I, hopefully that's the case, but I'm obviously not going to push him. And uh, I sure can't say, you know, where he's going to go, but I think he's really, there are really no wrong choices at this point because you know, they're all phenomenal. And hopefully for you, they, they make a decision fast because you're, you need some time off. I think, uh, <laughs> I think no, there's no, Hey, you know what? Uh, I will say this. There's in this profession, it's part of it. Uh, yeah. I don't hunt, I don't fish, I don't golf. This is this is what I do. I'm blessed to be the head football coach at Newman School. Whether our kids want to go to Division Three or their arch, uh, I'm gonna do all I can for them. So it's a labor of love, and and I'm not complaining about it. I just want to do the best I can to get it ready. All right, thanks, Nelson. I appreciate you joining me. This is Adam Gorney for Rivals.com.